The Elkhorn wasn't supposed to be high and muddy. Sure, it had been earlier in the week when yet another series of early summer gully washers had drenched central Kentucky. By Thursday, the creek was still gushing along at 28 inches above Summer Pool, an arbitrary figure denoted by a paint strip on a bridge pile beneath Knight's Bridge, one of the chief access points on the creek. At 28 inches, the folks at Canoe Kentucky, who rent and sell canoes and kayaks on the Elkhorn, won't let you step foot into one of their boats. Even if you were willing to risk a trip with your own, the water would be so turbid the smallmouth bass you might be fishing for could never see anything you might care to toss at them. But on Friday, it was down to 20 inches, and by Saturday, it had dropped to 12. 28, 20, 12... To my wishful way of thinking, by Sunday it would be four inches and fishable, because the Elkhorn clarifies as it drops. So what happened? There had been no rain in Lexington, which is the main drainage for the Elkhorn, since last weekend. But somewhere a storm had dumped a bucketful on one of its feeder creeks. What I was looking at seemed a good foot or so above what I was expecting. Those of us who know the Elkhorn consider Summer Pool an ideal level for fishing and recreational canoeing. This ideal, like any other, is rarely reached, and then only briefly. Most of the time, the paint strip at Knight's Bridge is either submerged or else high and dry. The folks at Canoe Kentucky read the Knight's Bridge river gauge once a day and post the result in late morning on their website. I appreciate this. I check on the Elkhorn via the Internet pretty regularly, several times a week during the spring, summer, and fall fishing season, and even occasionally in the dead of winter, for no practical reason at all. I'll have no intention then of driving to the creek and wading out or launching a canoe into it, as I find smallmouth bass practically impossible to catch in very cold water. But on a January or February morning, with the sky shedding sleet or supercooled raindrops that freeze on contact to tree branches, I check in on the Elkhorn as I might an old friend, just to see how it's doing, and to remind myself that fishing is only a month or two away. There was nothing friendly in the appearance of the Elkhorn that Sunday morning in June. And yet the day was going to be warm and sunny, excellent for fishing, if you could ignore the medium in which you would be fishing, which you can't. The character of the Elkhorn on any given day, like that of any natural free-flowing stream, is the sum of all preceding meteorological events. Today's sunshine would have its effect, just not today. It was last week's thunderstorms, and the one I hadn't known about somewhere in the Elkhorn's watershed that had made it the roiling latte I saw before me now. I considered bagging this canoe trip and driving straight home. Emily, my daughter, would be delighted if I showed up unexpectedly in the driveway and offered to take her swimming. Then there was the prospect of having to negotiate several dicey passages on the creek, including the claw a treacherous hazard about two-thirds of the way to the takeout at Peak's Mill, where it would be a challenge to avoid flipping the canoe and spilling its contents into the creek, including myself and things of greater value, such as graphite fishing rods. So these were the arguments in favor of going home, being a good dad and avoiding risk. Opposed to these was the fact that I'd set an early alarm, packed the car, strapped the canoe to the roof, and gotten myself here unlike the previous weekend when the storms had kept me in the house. That disappointment had put me in such a funk that it produced the following dialogue between Emily and Debbie, my wife, which I overheard. Emily. Dad sure in a bad mood. Debbie. His fishing trip got rained out. I'd been waiting all week for today, and I felt the powerful momentum of anticipation. 
I drove home now, having gotten so close and waited so long, I could predict that a cloud even blacker than the cumulonimbus of last week's storms would descend upon me. That's what settled it. I just had to go fishing today to spare my family my morose self. There comes a time when you just have to do what's best for your loved ones. Within minutes, I was in the canoe and being pulled downstream. There was no going back now, even if I might want to, which a little while later, I did. <laughs>